Hello, you're listening to the Sunday Show Tunes podcast. I'm Paul. And I'm Maureen. Coming up on today's episode, we'll be chatting with Jim Caruso, Billy Stretch, and Clea Blackhurst about Christmas at Birdland. In the town, he'll be coming down the chimney down, yeah. Coming down the chimney down. It's the holiday season, and Santa Claus has got a toy for every good girl and good little boy. He's a great big bundle of joy. He'll be coming down the chimney down, yeah. Coming down the chimney down. He'll have a great big on his back oh yeah and lots of goodies for you and for me so leave a peppermint stick 
for old St. Nick Hanging on a Christmas tree It's the holiday season So whoop-dee-doo And dickory-dock And don't forget to hang up your sock Cause just exactly at 12 o'clock He'll be coming down the chimney Down Coming down the chimney Duck. And don't forget to hang up your sock Cause just exactly at 12 o'clock He'll be coming down the chimney down Coming down the chimney down Coming 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 down the chimney Friday, December 18th at 7pm and for the 11th of year, Clea Blackhurst, Jim Caruso and Billy Stritch will perform a swinging Birdland Christmas. But this year is going to be a little bit different because they, well, they will be, but we won't be at Birdland in New York. They will be beaming into our living rooms and I, for one, have never been in New York at Christmas, so I cannot wait that these three guys will be entertaining me in my own home. And we are very excited. And it's the Sunday show tunes first because we have all three people with woo us woo. now. Hi, guys. How are you? <laughs> Hi. Hi. How are Happy you? Holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> Look what I have, Clea. <laughs> yeah, you have the bells. I left them in the studio, so I'm glad Jim grabbed those. The bells are very important to our show. I play them all day. <laughs> so you've got hold of Clear's bells there. And I yeah, like, I like... he's got a good firm grip on him. Yeah. I enjoy the lyrics, shake your jingle bells in my direction. I was just, and Jim is actually doing that now. He is shaking his bells in your direction. He is. It's the kind of relationship we have. <laughs> so folks, tell us a little bit about Christmas at Birdland. I mean, 11 years, how did it come about? Jim, you go. I mean, who wants to go? Billy? Uh, I can go. Uh, you do. Hi. You're good. Hi, Paul. So, so this is our 11th year, but, uh, you know, Jim and I have, uh, Jim's been doing Cast Party at Birdland for, I think, 18 years, perhaps Has now. it been 18? Uh, might be yes. 18. Well, I mean, we, we lost this year, obviously, but, um, you know, and that's the Monday night where, you know, all of Broadway and all of the jazz world come in and sit in. It's an open mic night, and I've been the musical director for that for all these years. And uh, Johnny Valenti came to us, I believe, Jim, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he came to us at some point 11 years ago and was looking for something different to program for the week of Christmas. And uh, we were like, yeah, we could do that. And so, um, you know, we were like, well, who should we do it with? And I had met Clea a few years before that in a uh, show that we did in Chicago. Is that right, Clea? Barry yeah, did that very day. Met. Mm -hmm. We yep. met, we bonded right away, and I suggested Clea for the gig. And Jim checked it out, and we all got together, and we all got along like a house of fire. <laughs> the, one of the things that one of the things that's I like great that about, I checked it out. Like, well, I, I mean, had to you know see I mean. if she was okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> 
I mean, I think what makes it fun for us is that we're all right around the same age and we have the same sensibility and the same love for the uh, variety shows of the 60s and 70s that yes. appeared at, at Christmas time. So there was that frame of reference that was right off the bat. We all were coming at the show from the same direction. So Gianni Valente came to us, asked us to put together a show. The three of us put together a show. Paul, that's how it happened. That's it's, how it happened. It's a warm hug of a Christmas show. It is. And, Thank uh, you. Completely. <laughs> and it's uh, one of my personal family traditions is we always watch the Judy Garland Christmas show um, at right. Christmas Eve. <laughs> this is pretty much that. It. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you notice on the CD, you know, Donny Osmond is yep. the guest on the song that you just heard. And... Uh, um, the ding dong, I mean, that's basically <laughs> stolen from the Judy Garland Christmas yeah. show, you know, yeah. because they had taken, you know, it was, it was the Christmas show on that one season she was on CBS and yeah. they converted right. the whole stage to her living room, <laughs> so it. to speak. Wait, wait, that wasn't her real house? Uh, no, at, well, I know. And the carolers, you know, Mel Torme comes in with the group of frosty carolers, you know, and they all come in. Come on in, guys. Let's drink cocoa. Liza brings songs. in her boyfriend because they've been ice skating. And you're boyfriend like, yeah, Tracy. Okay. That's right. Yeah. We're going to do a little, little number and and then the dancing Santa Clauses come in and wreak havoc and then run out just as fast as they appeared. Um, and so that's what we loved about, you know, those shows is that who knows who could show up, you know. Yeah. So that's what we tried to show on that first cut on the album, you know, like, oh, it's Donnie Osmond. Oh, my, how did yeah. he get here? You I know? mean, <laughs> and I'm, I'm a kid from Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah. So I have a special <laughs> oh, love yeah. of, you know, because one of us was going to marry him, one of the Mormon girls. And oh, yeah. I just, the fact that he is like at the door, but I was like, ding dong. And he's like, Hey, everybody. Like the way he says that it's like <laughs> melts my heart. I can't, I can't believe it's true. Yeah. It's so wonderful. I know. I still, I do listen to that and get chills every single time. It makes me so happy. Well, For that was Jim's geeks. idea. You know, I mean, yeah. Jim and I, Jim knew Donnie. I've met Donnie before and we've, he's come to see us in Vegas and different places and always been so friendly. But in, in last summer, a year ago, when we were putting together the album and picking songs, Jim said, do you think maybe Donny Osmond would do it? I said, all you can do is ask. Right. And literally within a day, he was like, I'm in. I recorded a scratch vocal. I sent it to him. Like two hours later, he recorded it <laughs> in his home studio and sent it back. It was professional quality. I mean, Amazing. you know, Amazing. this thing that we thought couldn't even happen, happened so quick. I mean, Can we just... say his voice is nuts? Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. He's such a great, great singer and musician, can and I, a kind and a kind guy. Can yeah. I also say the hist, like the um, special sort of like in the know history of the song, is that's a song that that the boys sang when the when the Osmond brothers were little and they had their barbershop, you know, quartet. quartet yeah. And then Donnie came in as the fifth, like kid, as a little boy. I mean, though that, um, what's the name of it? It's the holiday season, right? Is that the name yeah, of the right. song we're talking yeah, about? That's yeah, the song. Um, that they, uh, that the boys recorded that on the Andy Williams show, and so the the idea that like we know it from, of course, Andy Williams, and also from the Osmonds, and then like the special guest is an Osmond. It's just this like through line of history of the song itself. It's not just. We asked he, him to like guest on some song. But even more than that is it was written by Kay Thompson, right. who Billy and I knew very well, who did it 
in her act with the Williams brothers. Uh, right. right. All roads lead to K. Yeah. Exactly. You know, <laughs> and we we were the Williams brothers uh, in a show called Lies at the Palace. So it goes from K to the Williams brothers to the Osmonds, who were discovered by Andy Williams. Right. To, to Donnie. now he's That's on right. a record to singing Donnie the damn on the, song. I love it's it. So, 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 it's so strange. And somewhere, somewhere in there, Kevin Bacon has got to be. Surely, surely. Six degrees. That's funny. Uh, that was funny uh, of you. Uh, uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so Jim Caruso made his Broadway debut alongside Liza Minnelli. As he's just said, the Tony Award winning Liza's at the Palace, singing, dancing, celebrating the music and arrangements of Kay Thompson and the Williams Brothers. He's won six Mac Awards for his nightclub appearances, four Broadway World Awards. That's a very big mantelpiece. Yeah, where, where's the wall? Where's the wall of awards, please? <laughs> it's all taken up by that massive holiday wreath. <laughs> <laughs> and he's hosted the weekly showbiz bash, Jim Caruso's cast party. Maureen and I were fortunate enough to get along there the last time we were in New York City. This is not just your average open mic night, is it, Jim? No. It is no, not. it's not. And that's I mean, there are many reasons for that. Uh, partly is because we're at this incredible room, Birdland, um, which is known all over the world. Iconic. And it's iconic. And the fact that I have the greatest musicians in the world backing me up, including yes, Billy Stritch. Yes, <laughs> Billy <do>. Stritch <laughs> at the piano. Steve Doyle on bass, Daniel Glass on the drums. I mean, they, these are all world-class musicians. So, so performers of all stripes feel very, very comfortable uh, just doing impromptu, you know, like calling a song, like coming from the rain in G and it's, you know, then it sounds yeah. like something on an album. Uh, yeah, so everybody's incredible. so well taken care of. Uh, so it's been, it's, you know, who knew this kind of weird showbiz side street that I took as a as a lark ended up being really kind of uh, life-changing for me well 18 years is one hell of a run by any stretch of the imagination isn't it it's ridiculous and you've gone did you you've gone you've moved uh-huh. you've pivoted in the uh worldwide pandemic into you, you sure have you've just taken it on your own yeah you, you do I it mean, every we, monday night anyway all three of us have uh absolutely but uh a couple of weeks into the global pandemic, uh, I figured out I was really bored and really sad mm-hmm. and f- thought I had to, got to do something and to perk me up. And a friend of mine, Ruby Lochner, is a young, I mean, really young producer. <laughs> and she said, we can do cast party on YouTube. And I said, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Can we now? And she said, yeah, let's just do one and see what happens. Well, it went on for three hours. We had thousands of views and and we've done 35 weeks of it. Uh, That's ever. amazing. Wow. And it's yep. it's just been a, a thrill and a, and a very happy thing for me. I think well, for Maureen and I, when we were in New York, we came to Cast Party. The, the extraordinary thing about it is you get top class Broadway performers performing and then you just get your average Joe that's walked off the street and fancies singing a song and everybody gets the same treatment the same amount of respect 
Um, uh, and, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, well, do, okay. to the, to the naked right. eye, they do. Yes, they absolutely uh, yeah, exactly. do. When you're there, absolutely. When we uh, go to the diner afterwards, uh, you yeah. might be surprised. Come on, we don't want to see behind the no, curtain. But, uh, yeah. okay, okay. Right, no, right. it's really true. I'm really proud that um, it's a cast party is such a showbiz democracy. Everybody I is mean, is cheered and and supported and um like i always say some of the greatest singers in the world Go also on, drop some people. names jim drop some names for us come on um okay well liza has was one reason it started taking off because she would come every week in the beginning and and you know, that was a big deal um uh, michael feinstein natalie cole betty comden um peter Rivera, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, tons of uh, who I'm trying to think of who else. Um, Freddie I mean, it's been, Cole, uh, Tony, great Freddie Tony Cole. Bennett. Tony Bennett came to it a couple right. times. I mean, it's I'm going to go and get, get out mean, a big broom right now to just yeah, yeah, those I mean, names. <laughs> it's, 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 but it's yeah. cool because it's, it's, it's. I think we just said everybody. Every every name was like over sixty, but we get young, you know, young huh. up and coming Broadway kids and and writers like Pasek and Paul. And um, who was the? I can't remember his name, but he was the guy. Is his name Drew? He played Spider Man in Spider Man oh, Turn Off the Dark. Reese, Reeve, Reeve, Reeve Carney. Reeve Carney. Nowhere near. I was nowhere near Drew. And it, it, it was just like, wow. Yeah. 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 That's the fun yeah. of it because it's at Birdland, which is right in the heart. Yeah. of the Broadway theater district. Yeah. Everybody can find their way there. The, the, the name of it being cast party is really, A, it's on Monday nights, which would usually be traditionally a dark night for theater. Um, and then also it's just right there. So people find their way into it. It yeah. is a party of show people and other people are also welcome there. That's so that right. you can like rub shoulders with- <laughs> yes, that's right, Billy. Right? Uh, I mean, there- Other I've, people are welcome. I, <laughs> to watch, I mean, to, to watch. I, I, it's just like you, anybody can get in. You, yeah, it's, it's not, not a, like it's, an insidery thing. No. Although once no. you get in it, there is an insidery feeling like- Feeling to it. This yep. is how to how are we seeing this? This is so cool. And they're right. sitting next to Stephen Schwartz. Yeah, you know, who's who's <laughs> yeah. who's cheering just, you know, along with everybody else. And Clea knows it well, because Clea has a pinch hit for me as uh, a guest host many, many, well, not many, you know, a few times. Quite a and lot. There have been some time when you were doing happened. Liza's at the palace and stuff like right. that, traveling. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And nobody's a better, nobody's a better yeah. host because she's kind oh, and funny and well, gets the, you know, gets the scene. <laughs> Can I drop nice my- you, Jim, I have to say. I, uh, I no doubt. That, uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I think um, my favorite name drop from being a, a host uh, filling in for Jim was, you know, if it's a full audience, but you don't have a lot of singers, that's a tough night ahead because you kind of have to like right. draw it out over the time. And so there wasn't a lot of singers, but it was a packed house. And so I was thinking like, oh boy, how are we going to fill this three hours? You know, and I, I was like kind of scared about, um, so I'm doing the best I can. And in the door, I kid you not, Kenny Loggins came in. No. Yes, he did. And so, so I went over, oh. you know, somebody was up singing. I went over to him. I said, oh, we're so happy you're here. You know, and then I was like, of course, you're welcome to sing. If, if, if that's something you'd like to, he says, he said, oh, I'm, I'm happy to sing. Um, does anybody have a guitar I could borrow? And I looked around, there was a guitar player there. And um, 
he got up and sang something at the piano. Oh, he said, can you get me the words to someone to watch over me or something? I was like, could you please get Mr. Loggins the lyrics to someone to watch over me? <laughs> and then he sang something with a friend of his. And then he borrowed that guitar and sang House of Pooh Corner. And I leaned oh. against oh, the stop. gift pagoda and cried. I was like weeping. Oh. One, because it was Kenny Loggins singing House of Pooh Corner. And two, he filled up about 35, 40 minutes. Exactly. He was a miracle that came through that door. Oh. I can't even express it. But it was the coolest thing because that is nothing you could imagine in your wildest dreams happening. Well, okay. And it was a yeah. great great it was just like i was oh. thrilled i was so happy that that happened to me so. i think my favorite bit of that story so is the fact i leaned against the gift pagoda that was yeah that's what that's what jim calls it the gift pagoda listen where you check your coat is like that thing is a gift pagoda i don't know how you is. came up with that yeah. jim but it, it scans nicely I think it's time for uh, some more music from the album oh. christmas at birdland we're gonna have it happened in sun Ooh. valley and snow It happened in Sun Valley not so very long ago. Howdy folks, let's go for a ride. Get your favorite one to sit by your side. Cuddle up in a sleigh, giddy up, Nellie Gray, and away we go. While you listen to the sleigh bells ring, you're yodeling to your baby. You'll feel nice and warm no matter how cold it may be. Take a look at little Jack and Jill, they ski down a hill, there's a snowplow turn, then look, there's a spill, there's a spill on a hill, when you're down, it's a thrill to go up again. Everybody ought to learn to ski, for that's how we first met. We were that Jack and Jill who skied down a hill, when I looked at you, my heart was built, to spill on a hill, it's a thrill I can't forget. It happened in Sun Valley, not so very long ago. Sunbeams in the snow And a twinkle in your eye I remember oh so clearly That you nearly passed me by Then it happened in Sun Valley When you slipped and fell right in before we'll all be there with snow snow i want to wash my hands my face my hair with snow 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 i long to clear a path and lift a spade of snow snow A great big man entirely made of snow. Snow, where it's snowing all winter through, that's where I want to be. Snowball throwing, that's what I'll do. How I'm longing to ski through the snow. Those glistening houses that seem to be built of snow. Snow. And covered with a quilt of snow. What is Christmas with no snow? No white Christmas with no, no snow. snow, snow, snow. I'll soon be there with snow. I'll wash my hair with snow. 
with the spade of snow I build a man that's made of snow I'd like to stay up with you but I recommend a little shut eye go to sleep Listening to Sunday Show Tunes. I'm Paul. And I'm Maureen. We're chatting with Jim Caruso, Billy Stritch, and Clea Blackhurst about Christmas at Birdland. This album, as I said earlier, is just like a warm hug of, of, of Christmas. It, it's just such fab song choices. Some lyrics which just make me chuckle. Um, <laughs> the thought of Clea washing her hands and face and hair with snow. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like I would never have thought of doing that, but um, I'll give it a go if it ever snows in the UK um, again, which I'm not sure ever is ever ever is going to. Okay, I'd like to have a little chat with Billy now, multi award winner, one of the premier singer pianists on the New York and National Jazz Cab Racing. He's appeared in cabaret venues across the USA as well as concert performances at the London Palladium, NHK Hall in Tokyo, and Rio de Janeiro's Municipal Auditorium. Also a singer and arranger, he's arranged for many top performers and is a frequent collaborator with Liza Minnelli. Billy, tell me. Wow. That, that's you it. my bio. That's it. Yeah, I checked your Wikipedia, you actually. I left my, out, I Thank you. I left yeah. out the bit that says known for confident of Liza Minnelli. That's the bit I, yeah. I just. Yeah. <laughs> that's where you draw the line. That's, that's yeah. one hell of an introduction, though, isn't it? A Wikipedia page. Not it many is. people can say that. So how did you first meet Jim? And um, oh, what was the God. first thing you yeah. to, worked together on? Well, I, I met Jim and I have known each other for, I would say now it's been 40 years or very close to 40 years. So you met in kindergarten. Uh, oh, I was going to say. Exactly. We met a long Pretty time much. ago. We're both, we're both from Texas. Um, I was at, I mean, at the same time I had a vocal group and Jim had a vocal group that he was working with a duo. And uh, that was what, 82, maybe Jim, 83, something like that. When, something when like we came that. to Something like that. But I, I had, I always tell Jim, I had met him a few years before. He doesn't remember it, but that's okay. Uh, but we've known each other a long time. And we both had our cabaret groups and we would kind of all work the same clubs in Texas, mainly. And Little Rock, Arkansas, of all places. There was wow. a place there. And then, uh, and then we both started working in New York in the 80s. And we both as as fate would have it, moved to New York around the same time in 1991, uh, permanently to New York. So we've we've kind of known each other a long, long time, and I, I played for his act, and he's uh, I played for this cast party, this cast party thing that he's done for so long. <laughs> um, and we're, we're really we we really are you know BFFs. We have been been in the trenches together for a long time for sure. I love it. Amazing. So yeah, we talked about 
cast party going online. Uh, you've been doing something online as well. I have. I, I started right when this pandemic started. My friend who lives right above a few floors above me, Linda Lavin, wonderful oh, actress. Yeah. Uh, I'll get that broom said, out again. Yeah, exactly. Know, right, right. <laughs> yeah. She she suggested that we should do just some little Wednesday afternoon shows on Facebook Live, and so I would we would go to her apartment. I would set up my iPad and just set it, in, and we would sing twenty or thirty minutes. And then we got to about, all of a sudden it was like after a month or so, we're like, well, this thing isn't ending, this thing we're going through. I mean, I think at the beginning we're like, oh, in a month we'll all be fine. It'll all be over with. Uh, it certainly was not. Uh, and so around the end of April, I thought I should do this thing of my own. And so I, I created a, a show called Billy's Place. And it is me at my piano in my apartment uh, for one hour every Thursday night, singing the music of a particular composer or tribute to a particular singer. Um, quite often it's a, a particular style of music. Um, and I kind of turned my apartment, or at least half of my apartment, into a little <laughs> nightclub. And uh, um, got, a, got a really nice camera, got, I mean, really upgraded it, got lighting. Um, and I've been, this will be 30 weeks. T tonight will be the 30th show of that. Wow. So, yeah, it's on my Facebook page and it's Facebook Live at 8, eight uh, New York time, 8 Eastern time on, on uh, Thursday nights. And Fantastic. it's quite fun. It has really forced me to work harder on music than I ever have in my life, Maureen. I swear <laughs> to God. I mean, because normally you put together a show and you do that show uh, you know, for the better part of a year, I'm going to go exactly. to this city. I'll do the same show I did because they didn't hear it in this city. And, yeah. you know, right. and boy, uh, now that you're playing to the internet, which is the other great thing that's come out of it, my music and Jim will agree, we are reaching exponentially so many more people than we ever could on exactly. a single, any single night in a club. Uh, so, you know, just the challenge of putting it, putting together uh, 12 to 14 songs every every week, week. Mm. and not repeating and really not repeating at all and uh that's the other thing amazing is, uh, an album has come out of it i recorded an, an album called billy's place and ah. it's the first one that i've done in years so i mean a lot of good things have come out of this creatively. Okay. so so billy how can we get the album where can uh, we you, find this you you know you can stream it on all the streaming sites. It's called Billy's Place. Okay. Um, and the physical copies you can order right from me on my website billystritch.com. I will mail them. Okay. You. you know what? I'm going <laughs> to yeah. do that. And the reason okay. why is I like a physical copy. I, I, a lot of people do. I yeah. like a physical copy because with the streaming, you don't get the notes, you don't get the liner notes, you don't I get agree. all the little tidbits of all the background stuff. And, and I'm get... one of those geeks. I'm the I same like way. That. Yeah, I'm the same way. A lot of effort goes into the way the whole thing looks. And the it's so great to it. it. Yeah, for sure. So, Completely. I mean, I know a lot of people say, well, I don't have even have a CD player. You know, well, that's fine. Uh, those people don't have a CD player, but for those no, of the, us, no, what do. you do them, what you do then, Billy, <laughs> is you buy the CD, you enjoy the notes, and then you stream it on one of the streaming sites, and then you get extra dollar. I agree. You get exactly. that's what I do. Another Another I have cents. my collection, and then I still have have um, the streaming, and I still there listen to, to my friends' CDs on, on and, and and people's because I'm like, oh, this is extra cash. I mean, clearly you're never going to get rich from Spotify, but uh, no, <laughs> you know, every not. dollar counts. <laughs>
but also the physical copies are great if you're work if you're working a if you're working a live job, people want to buy the CD. Yeah. I mean, if I ever work a live job again, people want to, people, you know, you, you can <laughs> sell do. the CDs and sign them. And that's like kind of a souvenir. Too, so. Yeah, like absolutely. A exactly. Yep. 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 Which we so, get a lot. Uh, of, we get a lot at Christmas, like people who oh, have yeah. come and come back uh, and they've made it part of their holiday tradition right. um, and they come back and back and we, we change it up. You know, we haven't done the exact same show by any means for 11 years. Um, And they'll and they'll get it as a souvenir and they'll get it for a friend. You know, the three of us, it's always good. The three of us stand at the gift pagoda and we Uh assembly line signing the CDs for everybody after the show. Who goes where? Whose name goes where? It's It's like it's like being famous. (laughs) <laughs> without all the monetary trappings. bothers right oh yeah without all that all the, all the, the monetary trappings oh yes. i hate those oh don't you well, awful sure. awful murren and i we we shun all of that don't we we try not to bother ourselves <laughs> with stuff like that right <laughs> Clea Blackhurst is an actress, singer, and comedian known for her award-winning tribute to Ethel Merman, everything that the traffic will allow. She's performed with the symphony orchestras across the world. And in the UK, she appeared at the London Palladium celebrating Jerry Herman's Broadway with Angela Lansbury. She's also in one of our favorite musicals, um, uh. Merman's Apprentice. We've Any regular listeners to the show will have definitely heard you belt out one or two of the tunes in in that show Uh, i'm so excited you're finally on the show Um, (laughs) but really what i want to know i I think maureen and i it's the important question is what's it like being working with these two boys for 11 years how have you put up with it well i mean it's i'm sort of like i sort of am the kid sister because they've known each other for so long and i say and i put sister into the mix because it sort of ends up that we are siblings, you know, there's a lot of quality time spent together. Um, I don't, I don't mean length of time. I mean, Christmas, like the week of Christmas with someone that you're, um, you know, I started with my family uh, going home, like on the 26th or 27th of December and spending New Year's Eve that became with my family, uh, you know, my, my, my biological family in Salt Lake, because I was always with these guys, the, the the three or four or five days before Christmas and Christmas, you know, then we, we exchange our gifts and go for a nice dinner on Christmas night. And so it's become a really important relationship to me. I love them both. Um, Equally. Well, first of all, it, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Billy and I had uh, a show before we did a Hoagie Carmichael show together, which also has an album. Um, and one of the things I, you know, love about Billy is he can think a musical idea and it just happens in his hands. You know, um, mm-hmm. it's not it's not uh, something he has to like overthink and worry about or, you know, he, it, it just happens, which is a real for example, on the Hoagie Carmichael show, there was a, there was a, Georgia on my mind was one that I made sure he had to do because I didn't want I made him do the like epic, you know, um, uh What's the most famous one that everybody's recorded? Um, Stardust. Stardust. I said, Billy, you have to handle Stardust because I'm just, I'm just a kid, you know. I don't have any musical <laughs> expertise. <laughs> anyway, um, but it, but but on this particular Georgia on my mind, it, I swear that the room itself levitated. It was so thrilling the way the musicians with Billy came together, and I just was was sitting there on stage, sort of 
exploding myself um, just just because I was I was having a contact high, you know. Yeah. So that's that's thrilling because that's not my strength at all. In fact, I wanted to play um, Heart and Soul, just like da 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 da, because Hoagie Carmichael wrote that, and Billy eventually intervened because it was in a different key than the one we all play when we sit down. Yeah, that's true. And and Hoagie Carmichael. Then we made that part of the patter, you know. Yes, yeah. I said he, I wanted to play it so badly, and that's how I did it. And he, so he, he stopped me from doing it. But um, anyway, and Jim, you know, Jim is show business. I was going to say that the strengths that they have, I think, um, Billy putting together a week of music. I'm like so proud of you, Billy. It's so, it's oh. like epic. It's that is a huge amount of work, and to take that seriously, like, oh yeah, we don't you know, the uh, theme song is the same. And other than that, it is a whole new lineup every, every week. That's a big deal. And with Jim, it's sort of like his strength is the curating of people, you know, so good at building, um, building up the proverbial Rolodex, keeping it, keeping it like together, nurtured, um, and putting those into uh, shows is, I mean, that's an accomplishment as well with his bon vivant, like nice outfits. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> he is a snappy dresser. He is one of the best dressed men in New York. And he is. Jim is <laughs> Jim, I have to say this about Jim. Jim, I love it because Jim is, is so beautifully organized yes. uh, and is a big fan of pictures and photographs and has got everything. So we can be texting and I could say, who was with us that night back in the 90s with so-and-so and everything? And 10 seconds later, the picture of that moment will appear oh, on it. my screen. It's He's good able to, to go friend. back and mm-hmm. he, I mean, I love that. And that's how he stay. I mean, he knows everybody's name. Yeah. I mean, I've played cast party, you know, I've certainly not been, I've been there most of the nights. And he said, remember so-and-so? It's like, I don't have that kind of memory. I mean, he'll see people and he'll, I mean, he really literally he does have that Rolodex in his head. And it's, but I let it's, other it's stuff great. go because at the end of well, the night, exactly, somebody will sure. say, who sang Stardust? And I'll be like, somebody sang <laughs> well, Stardust? As it's happening, <laughs> as it's going in my ear, I'm forgetting it. Yeah, but what There's people just probably, so many things you what can people remember. probably don't realize is that when you're hosting, you, you know, you you make it look <clears throat> effortless, really effortless. And what's happening Perfect. is when you're picking who's going to go up next, the person goes right. up, and you kind of tune in for a second. But then your job is like, who do I put after that? Yeah. You know, it's right. not you a first stay a step ahead of it. Yeah, it's yeah. not a first come first serve. You know, it's like you curate right. this evening. So if you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful person, you might want to sneak some of your unknowns, right? Because you don't know if they're going to be good or bad. And his job is to keep people right. in yeah. the seats yeah. as long as possible. So um, it's a it's a skill. I mean, having having filled in for him, it's like, oh my gosh. It, making it look easy really is the hard part. Um, mm-hmm. I have sweat, flop sweat, <laughs> like you would not believe from time to time <laughs> in trying to make it look effortless. But, um, but isn't that the way everything we do, all three of us, The it's about the making it look easy. Yeah. yeah. Like when yeah. Clea's oh, on wow. stage, she tells these historical <laughs> stories that I would have to have note cards and booklets <laughs> and 
three ring binders on stage with me to remember to know mm. she has this stuff oh yeah uh, just at her fingertips it's where she lives um uh, with the the history and the background of songs and musicals and musical theater people and that's like a that's magic. Oh, yeah. Mm. Clea is yeah, a fantastic storyteller and a great, she, I mean, her solo shows are amazing because they are so well researched and filtered through her great sense of humor. And I mean, you know, the hour, hour of a show flies by the first time I ever saw Clea do her uh, Ethel Merman show, which is not an impersonation. It's a tribute and an appreciation and a, her love of Merman. I mean, it just flew by. I just wanted more of it because the the story so it to rich. End. Yeah, they're so rich and so interesting. She really brings. If she's passionate about something, she really brings it to life. Clea did a, her own web series on YouTube, and she had this brilliant idea of taking the opening night playbills from all of <sighs> Ethel Merman's shows. And each little episode is about 10 or 15 minutes. She takes you through the playbill. She shows you the cover. You see the advertisements. And then she'll read the body, you know, and it's like, and how Ethel Merman star rose from show to show. You see that, what cars were being, okay, now we're seeing more ads for cigarettes. Now we're seeing, da, 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 you know, and like who gets bigger billing. But I mean, so interesting. It's, it's, it's something that could be so dry in the wrong hands. <laughs> and she makes it so interesting. And I think what'd you do, like 15 yeah. of those, Clea? Like well, yeah, something? she did uh, 14, I think. Yeah, 14. Oh, 15. It was 15. Yeah, you're 15 right. 15 episodes. Mm -hmm. And they're on your YouTube, right? So people can watch uh -huh. those anytime. Yeah, yeah. it's called Tell the people. Ethel Merman Playbill brought. Ethel so Merman good. Playbill Project. And <clears throat> it was just built on the idea that uh, I had, well, first of all, I was shocked that I had all the playbills. Over the years, I have quite an extensive collection of things because when you specialize in something, um, people who have one piece of it want to give it to the person who has all the pieces because they have, right. they, they yeah. know that it's worth yeah. something, you know, historically or whatever. And they like, well, let's go put it all over in the same place. So I've gotten a lot of stuff, but I was shocked when I realized I had all of the playbills to all of the shows, wow. and, you know, including like um, 1930 girl crazy. Oh. Uh, that's, that's the rarest one. As far as I'm concerned, I've never seen it before. Um, like I've seen a lot of Panama Hatties. There's a lot of Panama Hatties out there, but girl crazy, not so much. So I was always just, I would crack up over the bios themselves because <laughs> that changed so much. What was a bio, you know, like clear, like her star rose tip tappity tapping on a typewriter in a story of Queens at the break, you know, Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. it would go from that kind of, um, prose into, uh, clearly yeah. in 1939, people wanted to know how much somebody made and that brought comfort, I oh, suppose, because they would say she went from making $375 a week in Girl Crazy to $3,750 a week in wow. this and then $4,000. Wow. And I'm like, see, that must have been a thing. I don't think you would never talk about that now. That would no. not be right. something. Can you imagine a, a program saying what Bernadette is making? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like unbelievable not <laughs> but it cracks me up because clearly it had i do not think that she sat down and wrote that herself like we are responsible for i i, I realized the day i realized that people were responsible for their own bios i like cried because i thought that i thought it was like 
just like their their credits right. and their grandness came just from like their aura walking into a room. Yeah. It would write itself. But you you put all those things in there, make sure they're in there and so on. But that I don't think that was the way in the 30s, no. you know. Listen, guys, I, I'm really sorry to to break up this party, but we, we are out of time. Uh, we've got time for just one more track, which is going to be Kate Thompson's Jingle oh. Bells, just to round out our, our chat with you lovely people. Please all come back let's chat again and when we're in new york maureen bearing in mind that everyone is welcome at cast party you and i bosom buddies <laughs> it's gonna happen it, you know, well that's that that is gonna have to be our and song. it is gonna be billy's job to make us sound good that's yeah. all i'm I, saying i'm up to the challenge man He's a pro. Bring, <laughs> bring it on bring it on bring very it on. quickly uh, jim just tell us how anyone in the world can check out um christmas at birdland this year where where do they head to um and just remind us when uh, they can go to events.broadwayworld.com. And um, once you get there, look for a swinging Birdland Christmas under the Birdland category. And we'll be there. We premiere on December 18th. And then starting on the 19th, it's on demand. You can watch it anytime and uh, for 30 days. So God, we'd, we'd just love it if you'd watch we're gonna Fantastic. be there for sure yeah we will clear blackhurst billy stretch jim caruso thank you so much for joining thank us you. happy holidays guys and stay you safe too. all right happy thank sunday you. thank you thank you bye, bye. <laughs> jingle bells jingle bells jingle all the way oh what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh jingle bells this episode next time we will be chatting with none other than jason robert brown <laughs> just did a little excited we at that point <laughs> if you've enjoyed listening don't forget to subscribe on your favorite listening platform i'm paul and i'm maureen and you've been listening to the sunday show tunes podcast thanks for joining us bye, bye.